Hello and welcome back to Camping Out with Zach Sub, where I'm emerging out of my tent at the bright and early hours of the morning to give you all the information you would ever hope and dream to know about the Washington Commanders as they go through their 2022 training camp. It was the second day of pass today, and we saw a little more consistency from the offense, a little more impact plays from the defense, and I got the chance to talk to not one, not two, but three people today. One, we got to talk to Taylor Almer from the Washington Spirit, who were here today hanging out with some of the some of the special teams players. We got a chance to talk to Annie Agar from Bally Sports and Scott Abraham, Big Scott from ABC7. Let's go see what they had to say. Now as we have Taylor Almer from the Washington Spirit. Taylor, you guys were out here with some of your teammates, you know, just hanging out. What, what, what was that experience like? Uh, it was awesome. They were gracious enough to let us tour the facility, which was such a cool experience. Uh, not many, you know, people get to do this. So it was really nice that they were so generous to let us come out, just watch training, come out on the field after, see their inner workings of the facility. And we had a great time. So, yeah, you, speaking of a good time, you guys are out here doing a little bit of a skills challenge. And, I mean, you know, kicking soccer balls off, you know, a tee and, you know, all that stuff. What was that like? It was a lot of fun. Surprisingly, kicking the football might have been a bit easier than the soccer ball. Which, really? Yeah, it could have been a hot take. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, the guys were super nice that were stayed after with us. Very thankful that they took the time out of their day to do that. And we had so much fun. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because, I mean, to me, uh, who hasn't played soccer since I was, like, 10 years old, uh, I would imagine that, like, kicking a soccer ball would be easier for you, but you said a football is probably a little bit easier. Yeah, maybe just not having cleats on, proper equipment. So maybe they came to our facility, we had cleats. It could have been a different story. Right. So you mentioned you got a chance to talk to Tress Way, Cameron Cheeseman. You know, what, what, what was Tress like? You know, he's a little bit of a personality here. Yeah, I mean, great personality. They, all three of them, were fantastic and just really welcoming and we're super thankful that we had the opportunity to meet them. So if I had to ask you who had the best form out of all the players who kicked today, who do you think it would be? Um, Sly. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Well, he's the only one that kicked. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough, yeah. I will say Cheese Man, though, he did some great snaps. So he was well, helping. Well, Tress also kicked a little bit, didn't he? Oh, he kicked the soccer yeah. ball. He was the best at the soccer ball for okay. sure. <laughs> okay. Cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, I mean, next thing we got to do is we've got to get some of the players over to your place, right? Exactly. They're more than welcome anytime. We'll do some more challenges. All right, Taylor, we appreciate you. Thank you, you so much. Yep. Now we have a little bit of a treat for you. We have Annie Agar from Bally Sports, and you do a little bit of everything, honestly. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, you're out here hanging out with the commanders for training camp. First of all, uh, what, what got you out here? So we did actually a feature with Coach last year. Um, it was one of the first interviews I did with Bally's, and I had this idea to kind of do something fun with a player or coach in an element that they're comfortable in, and Coach brought to my attention that he was a big golfer. So I said, yeah, let's find a golf course probably somewhere in the Washington, D.C. area. He was like, oh, no, 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 I have a place on Pebble Beach. So I golfed with uh, an NFL head coach for the first time on Pebble Beach, and I'm not a good golfer. I was very, it was a very big learning experience okay. for me. Um, but we just formed a great bond since then, and he, I texted him this couple weeks ago, and I said, hey, I want to come out to training camp. Uh, is that a possibility? And he was like, absolutely. Let's make it happen. Was that the first time you had met him, or like, had you met him a couple times before that? That was the first time. I, I found out that he followed me on Twitter, okay. um, and, and apparently he has a group chat with his family, and they, sh they send my videos around. So <laughs> Stephanie and Courtney both knew me. His, his um, wife and, and daughter knew me pretty well, too. So we just had this like natural, it was like a family friend it was the wildest thing um he invited me into his house we had some food before we went out golfing and i embarrassed myself so it was it was a really good time but just i can't say enough good things about him honestly i would embarrass myself on the golf course too other than Mar other than mario golf which is where, where i'm at 100 um but you know is he like really competitive on the golf course does he trash talk a lot 
uh, the good thing was I was so bad that he didn't have to be competitive. Um, but he, he did. Oh, there was trash talking today. He or not today, yesterday when we were talking, he said that he's looking to build a house. And he said it's actually going to be at the end of one of the holes, but a little to the right. And he, then he looked at me and he said, kind of where your ball always landed. It's like, thanks, coach. That's you know what? Fair. But that's it's it's a fair. subtle dig there that I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. So I saw you out here yesterday. You were talking to some of the players. I think AG was one of them. Mm-hmm. What's it been like kind of getting to know them? They're so great, and the reason I want to go hit up these training camps is to kind of build this reputation, this friendship with the players, so that when you see them at games, you know, it's just kind of a natural friendship, basically, that stems from talking to them at training camp. So they've been so great, and we've been asking a lot of fun questions okay. to, try, to try and get to know them a little bit more and see how well they know each other a little bit. Hint, hint, look out for my content. Um, and it's just been great. They've been hilarious and super welcoming to me, so it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Who's been the most interesting player that you think you've met so far, not just here, but, like, you know, all over the place? That's a great question. You know, I will say Peyton Manning was like, does not disappoint. You know, he's he's, so funny. I had such a high expectation for him, and he lived up and far surpassed it. So he's he's just a great person too. I still think of like that that chicken parm ring that he had for the Nationwide Cards. Think of it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we we were at a golf tournament that he played in in a pro am, and someone on his backswing yelled out Omaha as he was swinging, and he just whiffed the ball. And he looked at the guy, and he was like, "That's a good one," and just started laughing. So you you just know that he's just a very genuine person from that. <laughs> so I'll ask you the last one. It's more of a general question because uh, we gotta, we gotta talk a little bit of football because it is training camp after all. So I mean, there's a lot of high expectations, you know, around the building here for the 2022 season. Wentz is here. Terry got extended. We're getting Jahan Dawson. What are your expectations for the team? And like, I mean, are you really got an eye on a particular player this season? Uh, yeah, as as a fantasy person, Terry McLaurin, I think, is going to be a great, obviously, way better season than last year. Um, I think it's going to be a lot more passing. You guys are going to look to, and it's going to be spread out because you have Dotson, you have heard, hopefully Curtis Samuel if he's healthy, um, and then and Terry McLaurin. So I think it'll be a spread out offense. I don't, I don't think you're going to have to target McLaurin as much, you know, mm-hmm. deep. And I, I'm really hoping for big fantasy points from all three of them. I think that trio of receivers is going to be so sick, yeah. Deadly. And I won't tell you what team I'm a fan of because our wide receiver situation is not as good as the one here. Just I'll just leave it at that. We'll let you guys figure it out. The bandwagon (laughs) now. You might have to. (laughs) All right, Annie, I appreciate you. Of course. Thanks so much. Next with us, we have Scott Abraham. Big Scott from ABC. Now i got to ask you, so does – yeah, does, does does everyone still call you Big Scott? Or do you do you say no? Only Chase Young can call me Big Scott. Well, uh, <laughs> Chase Young gave me that wonderful nickname, and it's grown among the media brethren. So uh, a couple of guys refer to me as Big Scott, and even Chase Young, when he first saw me first day at camp, he said Big Scott. So I'm cool with it because Chase Young, he's cool, and he gives me Big Scott. I'm gonna go with it. It's a little bit of a, a, a little bump of the points there for you. Yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. I got, I got some cred, <laughs> as, as as the kids say. Right, and you know, you know, speaking of Chase Young, obviously. He He's still not out there being on the pup list. But, you know, some of the defensive ends, they've gotten a little extra time. You know, James Williams hasn't been out there. But, I mean, Casey Tuhill, you know, William Bradley King. Who among that group has kind of stuck out to you? Because they really do need to step up. Yeah, certainly because you have Montez Sweat on that one side and you're going to need somebody to step up either either that's Two Hill or uh, William Bradley King and and you know what they're all they're all playing hard and I love the um, competitiveness of they're pushing each other the physicality because they know they this is an opportunity for them okay yeah. so it's well aware that Ron Rivera said that okay Chase is not going to be ready for week one and probably for the first couple of weeks so someone has to step up and they're taking that onus and taking uh, ownership of of that opportunity and that's all you that's all you want to see that's all you can ask for uh, if you're a coach or, or if you're a fan that these players see an opportunity and they try to seize it mm-hmm. 
you know, another player who has a good opportunity is Jamin Davis because he's, you know, everyone from, you know, Rivera to Cole Holcomb has said that he's taking a lot of strides. He's doing what he needs to do. Has he kind of taken that next jump? I know we're, we're still out there just a couple of days, but, I mean, have you seen the jump? You know what, I, I sat down with Jamin a couple of days ago, and, and I can see how comfortable, how much more comfortable he is in this setting, in the surroundings of, of being in the National Football League because it's such a difficult transition going from college to the NFL and sometimes you could almost be like a deer in headlights mm -hmm. with that, that first rookie season. Okay, he had his bumps and bruises, but it's night and day difference what, when you, what you see from Jamin Davis on that training camp practice field. He's fast. He's seeing the play well. Uh, he, he's solid in coverage, putting pressure uh, on the running backs and the quarterbacks when, when, when he blitzes. I'm telling you, uh, you know, a lot of people can s say that he could be a breakthrough type of player on this defense. In my opinion, he's the X factor of this defense. If, if Jamin Davis can play up to his capability, what we saw him do in Kentucky, this defense is going to be much better off with a, with a, uh, a flying around Jamin Davis making plays. I like that you said he's an X-Factor because that's exactly how I feel. I feel like consistency is really the key for him. He flashed a lot, but if he can do that, you know, string together some good drives during the season, I think it's really going to turn people's opinions of him to say, okay, he can actually be a, a really impactful starter. It's like riding a bike because the more reps you get, the, the, the more comfortable you're going to be, the better off you're going to be on the field. So it's, he, this is only a second year. you you got, yeah. you got to give us some time. And my expectation is you're going to see a big jump from year one to year two in Jamin Davis, and that's obviously what the coaching staff wants to see. So last couple questions about the offense before we let you go is, I mean, Carson Wentz looked a lot better, I think, today. Um, you know, had a really sharp, you know, last second half of practice. What have you seen? Have you seen all the some of the accuracy things that, uh, you know, he, he's shown recently? Certainly. It's a mixed bag, good, bad, and ugly, which you can expect with the quarterback learning a new system, a new scheme. Remember, you had one system in Philadelphia, had another system in Indianapolis, and now here. So this is his third different system in, in three years. So that's, yep. that's a lot to take on as a quarterback. But when the pads came on the last couple of days, you could see um, – him becoming more comfortable in the offensive line, giving him more time uh, as they can hold their own against a D line. Uh, I think the key is for for Carson is mistake-free football. You, you don't want to see those interceptions. You don't want to see those drive killers. He's a smart player. He, he'll take that check down to McKissick. He'll take that check down to AG, find his tight ends. You don't have to always blow the top off of the defense with a deep ball. He can do that. He has a powerful arm, but I think you're going to get a very smart veteran-like quarterback in Carson Wentz. Uh, in my opinion, it's an upgrade from what, what Washington's had the last couple of years. Well, he's a gamer, right? I think that's the biggest thing you could say about him. He's got the arm strength. He knows how to just win games. He's shown that you know, a few times over the course of his career. I think as we get more into more realistic situations, you'll see a little bit more about why the coaching staff really thought he was you know, worth you know, uh, the second-round pick and all that other stuff. Yeah, so I'm a tennis player. I refer to that, what you're saying, as match tough. He, he, he's game tough. So he, he's been in through the fire. He's been in certain circumstances and situations in the National Football League. He's not going to be, as we talked about, that deer in the headlights because he's seen it all in the National Football League. So when the lights come on and it's showtime on a Sunday, Carson wants nothing will face him. Scott, I appreciate you, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Yep. That's all we have for you today, but be sure to check out your daily Command Center camp coverage every weekday on the Commander's YouTube channel. I'm going to go back to my tent because I basically live here like everybody else, and I will see you tomorrow.